Mary Stewart had been the perfect wife to him for nearly twenty-two years, providing him with the perfect home, the perfect children, looking beautiful, doing what was expected of her, entertaining for him and keeping a home that not only landed them on the pages of Architectural Digest, but was a happy place to come home to. There was nothing showy or ostentatious about their way of life. It was all beautifully done, meticulously handled. And Mary Stewart made it all look effortless, although most people realized it couldn't be as easy as she made it seem. But that was her gift to him, making it all seem easy. For years, she had organized charity events which raised hundreds of thousands of dollars for important charities, sat on museum boards, and worked ceaselessly assisting the cause of injured, diseased, or seriously underprivileged children. And now, at forty-four, with the children more or less grown, for the past three years she'd been doing volunteer work with physically and emotionally handicapped children in a hospital in Harlem. She kept extraordinarily busy, particularly now with no children to come home to, and Bill constantly working late at the office. He was one of the senior partners in a law firm on Wall Street. He handled all of their most important cases relating to Germany and England and the things Mary Stewart did socially had always done a great deal to enhance his reputation. She entertained beautifully for him, and always had, although this year had been very quiet. He had spent much of the year traveling abroad, particularly for the past several months, preparing a massive trial in London. Alisa was spending her junior year at the Sorbonne, so Mary Stewart had more time to herself this year. It had given her a chance to catch up on a lot of things. She took on some additional charity work, did a lot of reading, and volunteered at the hospital on weekends. Or sometimes, on Sundays, she just indulged herself and stayed in bed with a book or devoured all of the New York Times. She had a full and busy life, and to look at her, no one would ever have suspected there was anything lacking. Mary Stewart had everything most people wanted. And yet as one looked at her, one sensed an edge of sadness. It was a kind of compassion one felt more than saw, a loneliness, perhaps, which seemed odder. How could anyone with Mary Stewart's looks and style, accomplishments and family, be lonely? When one sensed that about her, divining her with the heart rather than the eyes, it seemed strange and unlikely, and made one question one's own intuitions about her. There was no reason to suspect that Mary Stewart Walker was lonely or sad, and yet if one looked hard enough at her, one knew she was. Behind the elegant facade, there was something tragic about her. "'How you doing today, Mrs. Walker?' The man at the checkout grinned at her. He liked her. She was beautiful, and she was always polite to him. She asked about his family, his wife, his mother for years before she died. I'm fine, Charlie. Thank you. It's hot today, isn't it? She said. But she didn't look it. She never did. She looked calm and cool and unruffled. She was just one of those people. She looked as though nothing ever went wrong. She never lost control, and certainly never lost her temper. They say it's gonna be even hotter tomorrow, he said as he bagged her things and saw her glance at the inquirer and then frown in disapproval. Tanya Thomas, the singing megastar, was on the cover. The headline said, Tanya headed for another divorce, 
Affair with Trainer Breaks Up Marriage. There were terrible photographs of her, an inset of the muscle-bound trainer in a t-shirt, and another of her current husband fleeing from the press, hiding his face as he disappeared into a nightclub. Charlie glanced at the headlines and shrugged. That's Hollywood. They all sleep around out there. It's a wonder they even bother to get married. Don't believe everything you read, Mary Stewart said somewhat sternly, and he looked at her and smiled. Her gentle brown eyes looked troubled. You're too nice about everyone, Mrs. Walker. They're not the same kind of people we are, believe me. He knew. He had seen some movie people come in regularly over the years, with different men and women all the time. They were a pretty jazzy crowd. They were a totally different kind of human being from Mary Stewart Walker. He was sure she didn't even understand what he was saying.